Welcome to Care Talk, America's home for incisive debate about healthcare business and policy. I'm David Williams, president of Health Business Group. And I'm John Driscoll, the CEO of CareCentric. Well, John, you know, I look out on my porch every day and I see all these boxes out there from Amazon and I'm thinking, is there any healthcare in here? What's the story about Amazon healthcare in 2022? I mean, Amazon keeps talking a big game and they actually were very impressive during the pandemic. They kept those boxes and supply chain coming when a lot of people were faltering. But they've talked more recently about getting into the healthcare business itself as a direct provider. And I think, David, I think in this one, I think Amazon's the great pretender. What do you well, think? Well, John, they, you know, they were offering a telehealth for their own staff. And uh, now they've added 20 cities and they've signed up some customers, including Whole Foods, which I don't, they must have known somebody there, I guess. But also uh, True Blue, whatever that is, in Silicon Labs. However, they already had Hilton and uh, Precor signed up. And so they make they want to make this service available nationwide. They're not going to open a bunch of uh, dock in a box, but they will dispatch a clinician out to a patient's home if needed. So I think there's something there. Really? You think, you know, I mean, I, but you were the kind of guy who thought that Amazon was going to be great in the phone business. <laughs> what was that weird phone that the they fire, had? Fire tablet, or, John. Uh, yeah, the fire that never took off. I mean, I think that's really, I mean, you forget that Jeff Bezos, the only extra, the, the Amazon CEO's only external board was drugstore.com, and that was drugstore.com. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about going into primary care. I mean, what, the whole point of Silicon Valley is that they hate people. It eliminates people infrastructure and improves efficiency and lowers costs, sometimes at the expense of people, by the way. And yet healthcare is fundamental, a fundamentally a personally and an emotional experience you're going you're going into the healthcare at the point of greatest vulnerability and you're gonna you know i don't know assume that the guy with the sesco popping out of the prime truck who who delivered your 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 cigarettes yeah. and, and and bullets from a couple of weeks that that, they, that they're you d- delivered your stuff to your door or your many complicated <laughs> books david i guess for you that 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 delivery guy is going to be the same service you're going to get your primary <laughs> care from. Do you really think that's a good idea? So, John, they they mention uh, some differentiators, and I'm not sure what you were doing poking around in my Amazon account to see all of my past purchases. And I hope you didn't hit buy again because I don't need any more of that stuff. However, there's a few things they said. One, on demand access to high quality clinicians. The second one, their kind of clinical services provider that they're working with, Care Medical. And the third one is about their seamless patient experience that this is just sort of what they do. This is their core strength. And, and the last one that they don't really mention, but I think it's real, which is the ability to deliver prescriptions. So, I mean, those yeah. that's what they say. So, I mean, how does that stack up for but you? Da- but, but David, is Dr. Jeff going to be your favorite doctor? I mean, come on, seriously. You're going to go to Amazon Prime and get your prime doctor, which you is a slightly better doctor than the doctor you could get by just going to the website and ordering up somebody else. I mean, we've got a doctor shortage in America. We definitely have some service breakdowns in healthcare, but one of the fundamental things that's breaking down is the relationship between the doctor and the patient. And you think Amazon's going to solve that? You are truly a tech optimist. Thanks. In fact, you're you're a credul- credulous yeah. tech optimist. I you, this is the wrong way to fix healthcare. I thought you're going to make a new word combining crude and something else, but. John, the thing is, the, you got to look who they're you know, they're comparing to, which is the which is the regular physician office. I call my physician office first of all. It better be Monday through Friday, nine or nine thirty until three forty five p.m. and not during lunch. And then when I call, it says, uh, you know, if it's an if it's important, dial, hang up and dial nine one one. Great. 
So Amazon does a very good job of actually connecting on not the medical side of it necessarily, but on all the sort of the customer service, the seamless, uh, you know, actual patient experience. And I think you should not tamp down on the idea that the ability to integrate more with the prescription delivery side of it, I think, I think that's real. Well, that's a diversion. We were talking about Amazon Care. I think for prescription drugs, particularly if you're playing in the cash part of the benefit, the part that which is not covered by insurance, sure, Amazon has an edge because they're an incredible digital retailer. And a lot of people are paying out of pocket for more for their drugs than they should be. But the vast majority of drugs are still covered under insurance. And that's not a place where Amazon has shown an interest in playing. I think they're just nibbling at the edges. I mean, it's, it's sort of like Google Health. Okay. The, the the search the search that went nowhere. I mean, seriously, I I I Google was sort of the the bright new tech thing in healthcare a few years ago, and as I recall, you were a big believer, but now we realize it's just it was it was just another argument for search. I think this is going to be another argument for retail. Big companies tend to do it. Big companies do well. In the case of Amazon, it's ADA, it's it's uh, it's cloud based services with uh, Amazon Web Services. It's it's discounting books and other home staples to your door. It's it's delivery. It's a seamless customer experience because it's an easy customer yeah. experience that's been made more complicated by others. I think healthcare is really different. So, John, let's talk about a couple of the more peripheral things that Amazon is doing in healthcare and get away from the sort of direct uh, provision of care. So they uh, they said goodbye to Haven. Because I think wasn't moving fast enough for them. What was Haven? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember, John. Haven was supposed to be a way that they were going to collaborate with other uh, health insurers, in particular uh, J.P. Morgan and Berkshire Hathaway, to shake up uh, healthcare and make it more responsive uh, to uh, employers. So that that didn't really happen. But now they've been rumored to be a buyer of uh, Peloton, John. They're going to buy a, not just buy a bunch of bikes and ship them. Well, now there's a good All idea. Right. Finally, okay. for you. Why do you like that one? Well, think about it. It's, it is a, it is a direct delivery product. There's a service contract that goes with it. So they can overcharge you for that, which Peloton's already overcharging my household. Yeah. It is a beautifully designed product, much better than anything like that, that uh, physically that, uh, that Amazon has designed it and immediately put plugs them, plugs Amazon into personal local relationships with you know, consumers who've got a lot of dough. That Peloton bike of yours, David, is very, very expensive. <laughs> yeah. And you got to buy a service with it, which is a subscription service. So that cash registers ringing on a regular basis. And then you have people who look like, who, who look better than you, who are better shaped than you, who remind you on a regular basis that you better start exercising. But it's a beautifully designed uh, sports experience based on a, a, an at-home technology. And I think you could see Amazon shotgunning a lot of great other retail goods and services through that channel because what they've done in the same way that Prime did earlier, you've stripped a, a, a sliver of the worried well who are interested in exercising, who have the money to pay, um, immediately carved them into the Amazon family, if you will. And I'm sure those those worried well and, and ambitious healthy people would be willing to spend more money. But that's very, David, you're just, you're, you're just trying to pivot I'll tell you, John, away I'm not from this to... healthcare thing. But I do think, I think Peloton is an amazing product and service, wildly overpriced. 
it's in trouble. And frankly, if Amazon doesn't buy it, I expect Apple yeah, will. Yeah, it'd be Nike. John, I think that the uh, we do have a Peloton, okay, but I, I'm hoping that the, that Amazon buys it. Maybe doesn't look like you yeah, used it. Well, that's my wife's, but maybe they're going to bundle it in the the monthly service with Amazon Prime, and I won't have to pay so much. But maybe not, John. There's a few other things that they've done in the home, and some of these are pretty cool, and some of these may be a little spooky. So they've got Alexa, which I have to be careful not to activate by saying the word there. Uh, hopefully, sorry for listeners if I've done that for you. Uh, She's listening. The, She's the home listening. Now, they've also expanded that. So they have something called Alexa Smart Properties, where they're actually working with senior living and some hospitals, including uh, Boston Children's and Cedar sinai to have like a drop-in capability uh, for uh, for caregivers. And the same sort of drop-in approach is being used on what they're calling Amazon Together, so you can uh, check on your loved ones remotely. Is that spooky for you, John, or do you enjoy not having a good visit? I think that every, everything they, they do is a little spooky in terms of having – ears and eyes in the home, but people have been willing to kind of kind of give that up for convenience of a retail experience. And I suspect that that Amazon healthcare stuff is just another way to sell you more product. But I, I, I think that for, I mean, look, Amazon is an amazing technology company. And if I can, or you can stay more connected to your parents, me with my parents, yeah. Or with my vulnerable relatives who are, you know, as you know, my sister suffered suffer from chronic disease, was at Boston Children's. I mean, those are extensions of what healthcare does um, uh, or needs, connections with people um, that Amazon, because it's wired into the home with that Alexa device, uh, really is, is an advantage. But that's very different than being in the healthcare right. business. So you're just creating a local utility. You're still not making much of a good argument here <laughs> well, John, David, that Amazon's going to do anything other than talk. All right. Well, I'm, I think I've given a good survey of the things that they're they're doing, and we'll, we'll let the listeners decide on the impact. So I'm sure you're going to criticize me for this as some sort of a pivot. But Amazon has something like a million employees, and they have an interesting combination of a high-tech workforce, kind of like Facebook, and a low-tech one like Walmart. So they've got, um, as they've navigated the pandemic, uh, it's been a challenge. Now they've done, they've had a big focus on workplace testing. They've been aggressive at that, securing their own supplies, doing testing, sending people home. They were really on uh, at that to try to prevent the spread, especially in the warehouses, that mask mandates. And now they've, they've relaxed the mask, man, the mask mandate, but they've also kind of used the carrot and the stick for not vaccinating. So first of all, the carrot is you don't have to wear a mask if you're fully vaccinated. The stick is uh, if you have COVID and you don't, if you're not vaccinated, you don't get paid leave. So they're basically creating a tax on the unvaxxed. Yeah, unvaxxed. I think that's probably a good idea. Um, But that's, again, now you're talking about employee benefits. You are, you are kind of bouncing around here a little bit. So let's, 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 let's mark them to market. They did a phenomenal job during COVID at keeping the supply chains going, keeping distributions happening and really reinforcing the fact that retail, a lot of retail should and can move to digital and it can be a great user experience. In terms of the direct care, you haven't said anything with this whole telemedicine, you know, uh, doc, like this is, this sounds like literally doc in a brown box approach. The doctor's going to come to your home. I mean, I just, I kind of don't buy it and there's no way they can do it efficiently. Now you're saying something I really agree with, which is that they kept their employees healthy and they're, they're, they're thoughtful about health benefits, but that's very different than talking about Amazon care, David. Can we just get back on topic? Do you really think that they're going to be a credible competitor to your 
local dock or hospital? I think that there is an interesting uh, constellation of players that are going after kind of the least attractive part of, of healthcare delivery, which is primary care. You've got your retailers who like uh, Walgreens, Walmart, CVS, who I think are well-poised to actually do it and compete with the local doctor. And then you've got some pure telehealth players, and then you've got some that are like Amazon that are maybe more ambitious uh, in what they're doing. If I'm a, a traditional physician office or hospital, yeah, I'm worried that these guys are going to eat my lunch because I do a lousy job now and I don't treat primary care patients as customers. I treat them as, uh, you know, like a raw material to try to bring them into my factory and make good, you know, products uh, out of them. So I do think that all these forces uh, are going to really transform the experience for the patient. And I think that will give some more options. Amazon's not for everyone. I, I got it. I got it, John. That's not for you, except for the Peloton and and whatever weird stuff that you're ordering in a brown paper bag to your house. Uh, but for others, it may be just a ticket. That's a very namby-pamby on the one hand, on the other hand kind of response. I, I mean, look, is it possible that they will expand their telehealth offering in a way that uh, materially changes the opportunity to get urgent telehealth from others? Maybe, but telehealth typically is an urgent not a chronic care kind of relationship. You know, your kid pops a fever, gets an earache. Do you take him to the hospital or not? That'd be something that any telehealth service would, could be helpful with. And frankly, that is a place where um, Amazon could focus. But it's really unclear what the end game here is. They can definitely sell more information. They can definitely sell more retail goods to your house. But I'm not entirely sure that they've got an end game in mind. And Bezos and that leadership team have at times gone into new markets like that old fire phone of yours and failed. And I, I'm betting that they will not succeed here. Um, I'm also betting that they will continue to come up with creative ways to manage their benefits for their employees. But, David, that's a fundamentally different aspect of this question is, Will Amazon fail in healthcare? Well, there we are, John. I think we're going to have to wrap it out there with wrap it up there without fully answering the question. And I hope that when Amazon acquires Peloton, you're able to move up on that leaderboard a little bit, or at least off the second or third page wherever you are are now. In any case, I'm David Williams, president of Health Business Group, and I'm John Driscoll, the CEO of CareCentrics. Thanks for listening. And if you liked what you heard and would like to hear more, please subscribe on your favorite service.